You're listening to the Scott Radley Show podcast on 900 CHML. Discussion about housing is certainly not new in this city. It's been going on for a while now. It has certainly been accelerating in recent months. The situation is becoming more urgent. And so solutions are being sought that would be urgent and that would be quick. And the unfortunate part is it's not really clear that there are quick answers. You, you can only build apartments or houses so fast. However, while that is absolutely true, there are now suggestions of a possible kind of solution to part of the issue. And that is go back to a plan that existed in the forties and fifties and early sixties and participate or get involved in what was known as a wartime housing situation, wartime housing plan where strawberry box houses, that's what they were called, or victory houses, a strawberry box, because they looked like fruit crates when they were built. They are, um, you know, they are simple. They're small, they're bungalows or small two stories, but they are small homes, but at least they're homes. Is this something that we could do here that would get things moving in the right direction? Mike Collins Williams is the CEO of the West End Home Builders Association who joins us now. Mike, thanks for the time today. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. So the, the, the idea, I think, where people might look at this and go, eh, I don't know, is everybody, I think, has the vision in their mind of the kind of house that they would want, and it may not be this. On the other hand, though, something like this presumably could get an awful lot of homes built much more quickly than other plans, correct? Well, I don't know if we're going to go back to fruit boxes, but we certainly do need all hands on deck and and I appreciate the um you know the illustration of sort of that wartime effort that back after the second world war when veterans were returning it was all hands on deck and um the private sector uh, the federal government um there was a lot of cooperation and working together to build the necessary supply of housing that we needed at that time the idea though, and again, I mean, t- there are homes that, you know, you're, you're the expert here, not me, but there are homes that take an awful long time to build. And there are other styles of homes that could be done more quickly. I guess the question is if we were to do the homes that could be built more cookie cutter and more quickly, is there a market for that? Do you think people would pay money for those homes? I mean, we need a wide diversity of homes, uh, be it in Hamilton and, and across the country from coast to coast. We have, uh, you know, people at different stages of their life uh, need different types of housing, uh, be it a young person just starting out and, and you know, wanting in a small apartment or a condo, you know, close to the center of the action in the middle of a city uh, or families, growing families that need space for kids. And, you know, we've got an aging society. So, so seniors as well. So there is no silver bullet. There's no one solution. It, it's really about that all hands on deck approach, we need the federal government, the provincial government and municipal governments to actually work together with the private sector and nonprofit sector to be able to deliver housing faster uh, and and to be able to deliver that diversity of needs representing a, a modern Canada in 2023. One of the other challenges, as I understand it, is back at the end of the Second World War, not only did you have a lot of veterans returning home, that meant you had a lot of people looking for work. And so you could find a, a building crew to get this done. My understanding is right now in Ontario and all across Canada, 
we have a huge shortage in construction workers to build homes. I don't know if even if we thought this was a good idea that we could do it as fast as we would want. There's a massive shortage of skilled trades. So I encourage anybody listening, if you're young or or if you have kids, to consider a career in construction. Um, There's lots of opportunities uh, in in various different skilled trades. Um, But, you know, there is good news despite everything occurring in in the lack of housing. Uh, You know, the federal government just made a huge announcement yesterday in the city of Hamilton uh, for $93.5 million to the city of Hamilton through the Housing Accelerator Fund that's designed to eliminate barriers to to build more of the housing that we need and and to support a number of initiatives in the city of Hamilton. There was an announcement a few weeks ago about eliminating the GST on purpose-built rental housing. So we're starting to see action. Now, does this translate to new housing tomorrow? Not necessarily. It does take time, but we're starting to see different levels of government starting to take this far more seriously And, you know, at the end of the day, we just need to get shovels in the ground and get moving. Mike, one of the questions, and this has been part of the central issues around the whole Greenbelt discussion is about space within the urban boundary that we have right now. And often we hear, yes, there is space, but that is space for apartment buildings or condos or things like that. Is there significant room right now to still build houses, individual single family homes, or is that getting snug? there's very limited space within existing urban urban boundaries for for single family homes and and you know we're not building as many single family homes as we used to in past decades in fact in 2022 i think it was a low point across canada um for as long as they've been recording data for decades in terms of single family homes being built um and within existing city boundaries uh that is the opportunity for intensification, higher levels of density, which is what the federal government is, is pushing through this announcement. Um, but it is it is a challenge. We need local politicians to stop dithering, stop delaying or obstructing, and actually say yes to housing. There was a issue earlier this week in the city of Hamilton at Mohawk and Upper Sherman where uh, a developer has proposed 2,000 units right on rapid bus transit routes on an aging uh, mall it's basically a series of parking lots that aren't being used and you know the city wasn't able to make a decision they're supposed to make a decision within 120 days according to the planning act and the developer had to appeal that after 291 days so we desperately need housing there's talk about intensification and density um, but for local politicians they're under a lot of pressure from existing residents to say no we need to start saying yes yeah, uh, you know what, the, we had, hmm, I think it was the mayor, although I could be wrong, I think it was the mayor who was on the show and, and a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and the suggestion was that there are something like, it was either 32 or 37,000 homes, housing units uh, that were in the system right now. The challenge with figuring that out is it, it's unclear what that means because uh, I guess a, a home could be in the system if someone has just put forward a plan all the way up to we're getting the building permits to break ground and build these things. It's, that's a lot of homes that we're talking about. I just don't know how many that actually means are in process of being done. It is a lot of homes in the system, but planning approvals take a very long time and ultimately they do come down to a political vote. So some of those homes are very close to, 
be having building permits uh, pulled and the opportunity for construction and, and a family to live in those homes and other potential projects in the system are years and years and years away. Um, and, you know, given some of the skilled trades and construction shortages that we were speaking about earlier or interest rates, just because something is uh, in the system, a concept, an idea, a proposal, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get built. It has to be economically viable. Um, and this is where, you know, positive announcements like the federal government taking the GST off of purpose-built rental are helpful. We're in a difficult environment where we desperately need more housing, but in a lot of cases, the economics and numbers don't work because of the cost of labor, the high taxation on new housing, and, and um, you know, some of the other challenges getting through the politics around housing. That is Mike Collins-Williams. He is the CEO of the West End Home Builders Association. I really appreciate you taking time today. Thanks for this. Thank you. Have a fantastic evening. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML. 